19. Yeah, so we, we, we made it to um, 19 episodes. Um, and our last episode, by far, was one of my favorite. I still appreciate Andy coming on and, and talking iconic with us. So I see they, they set up the date for, oh, of course, this is your host, um, Lebrado Palmer and? Uh, J.J. Wood. You know, I'm just hoping people just know who we are at this point. I mean, we're almost 20 episodes in, but we should I'm the real lame intro guy. I hate, I hate that part. <laughs> for, for new listeners, I guess we should continue, because we probably have some new listeners as of last week. We should continue to set up the um, podcast, just let people know what we're doing. Um, two friends started a podcast to help you play your best golf. And then we also just talk a lot of nonsense as well. And um, I suck at gambling right now. So can we yeah, just start with say, the... Well, let's, let's revisit uh, the, <laughs> the picks from last week. Ryan so, Palmer's a lock. What, what did he end up shooting? Um, well, he didn't even make the cut. So, what about um, Ricky Fowler? <laughs> Ricky Fowler didn't even make the cut. Who <laughs> so, are the other ones? Rory. He's fired. Uh, Rory, did well. Rory did no, well. Rory did well. 76 on Sunday, though. <laughs> but but he still, at least, at least he, but Got either way, I didn't points. make any money. I, I made zero money. So let me set it up for the people. Um, I had heard a story about Ryan Palmer shooting 64. Where did you get this info at? I, I, he, was on a, he was on another podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but he was on it. And he was talking about, hey, this is my home course. I'm comfortable here. So I was like, man, he, he's going to do well. Jordan Spieth was another one of my picks, and he did well because they said he, he plays there often. So okay. I was like, okay, Ryan Palmer, he lives there. No one's picking him. He was like 80 to 1 to win. I, that was a lock to me. He didn't even make the cut. <laughs> I mean, it was nope. disappointing. And y'all tried to talk me out of it. You and Andy both was like. Yeah, but I don't want to be that guy that talks you out of it and then they win the tournament. Oh, so. I don't care about that. This is, I mean, that's how it goes. So. Yeah, the first day he shot 74, he was at 110th place. <laughs> 70 did. Well, wasn't he three under through? Yeah, something? like the first like the first five holes, he was playing great. And I was like, yes, I've made a good pick. Then it went all downhill from there. It yeah. went all downhill. And then the second day, he had no chance. He Basically, he was probably ready to go to his house after about the ninth tee. I bet he was like, man, I could just drive home since I live in the neighborhood anyway. Yeah. So um, this week – Well, I know the field I, – I showed you my turn. I was four under through seven and shot three over that first round on Monday. Now now let's get into that. So what <laughs> yeah, event let's was re- this? Yeah, let's, let's revisit. What event was it? And is it a two-day event or a one-day event? Uh, it was a two-day event. So okay. we played yesterday and Monday. It was, uh, our, it was supposed to be our first major in the South Texas PGA section, which we have five uh, in the year. And uh, – yeah, they rescheduled it for uh, the Woodlands Tournament Course where they used to have the Houston Open. Okay. Uh, and now they have the Insperity Senior Tour event. So uh, it's a good track. It's only, you know, 7,000 yards, but it's a good challenging 7,000 yards. Uh, the greens were real good. The wind, man, it it swirls like on that back nine there. And, uh, yeah, the first day, I, I don't know, it was weird. I had, you know, four three putts. Uh, on that back nine and uh, my speed control usually I don't make a ton of mid-range putts but I don't three putt because my speed I've kind of die in speed which usually you don't make as many mid-range putts but you don't three putt man it was so frustrating I left one I left a five footer short and so then I just I guess instinctually started just ramming them and then uh the 17th hole I 
I uh, misjudged the wind and hit the water, made a double, closed out with a 75. Then yesterday, just played steady. I think I hit 12 fairways out of 14. Uh, gave myself a lot of chances, but I shot uh, one under and finished. Snuck in for a backdoor top 10. So, so what, uh, what was the what was the winning score then? Uh, what was it? They're four under when I left overall, okay. so I finished at two over. Uh, but yeah, the scores weren't real low. I think I think Carlos he he won. Um, but Garrett yeah, I mean, Garrett was tied with them. Oh, for real? Nine. Okay. Yeah, going in the back nine, and uh, you know Carlos is tough, and Carlos shot uh, two under on the back. Garrett one over on the back, so. Garrett got second. Garrett Driver. So uh, yeah, we'll have to get worked, Garrett on the podcast. Used to Garrett. work together at Wildcat. Yeah, but yeah. I played a practice round with him, and he's a real scrappy player. You know, he so is. if he <laughs> when he's striking him well, he, he's he's real tough to beat. And he uh, he was hitting it really well. I haven't seen him hit it that well in a while. So uh, you know, it, it made sense he was in contention. If I wouldn't have shot a forty-two on the, the back nine Monday, I might have been in contention, but. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to come back and, you know, post a solid number so I'm not totally out of it for the player of the year race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's five events, so you, you still have yeah, time to make Yeah, the last event around. of the year is worth more. So, you know, I just got to keep trending in the right direction. So. No doubt, no doubt. So, yeah, now um, I played a little golf myself, um, had a chance to get out and work on a few of the things, and um, I'm eager to start this short game challenge on July 1 that um, – Iconic is putting together as well. And we'll continue to give you all information about that as well. And then uh, a good friend of ours, um, Taylor Cusack, we're going to have an interview with her on this podcast as well, because she's also um, a new co-host for a program on Fox Sports called Swing Clinic. So we, we want to talk to her, maybe get some thoughts. So that's probably where you'll get your tips this week as it relates to the golf swing, et cetera. I mean, we, we've given you enough. We, we talk mental game. We talk short game. We talk indoor drills, et cetera. So we'll give you all a different perspective today. And from a woman, it'll be a different perspective. You know, you're probably tired yeah, we'll of hearing JJ she played, uh, yeah, no, she played uh, college golf, right, at UCO? Yep. Yeah, no, I think it was Oklahoma Christian. But we'll confirm. We'll confirm. Yeah, I think it was Oklahoma Christian. And then she was a high school golf coach for a while. And then we've, you know, we've seen her progress in the golf industry over the last, you know, three to five years. So I'm really eager to see how this looks when she gets on um, TV. Because it's, it's, it's different, I think, when you're on TV. Now, you know, those produced golf events or golf lessons always, you know, they're a little different. So I'll be eager to see how her experience has been going with that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. it's, it's, it's a little bit of different dynamic on the girls' side of the game, so. It is, it is. So let's talk about um, our first PGA event back, the Colonial. It was um, good. Got, it was good. Again, we talked about my mistake with Ryan Palmer. We'll get past that. But um, you had everybody from the back nine. You had Morikawa, Berger, who came in out of nowhere to win the thing. He's been playing good. Did you look at his result? You didn't do your research. He had but, he, like but, but he came out of nowhere at this event. Maybe a, he's mostly top five, you know, going into that before the COVID. Yeah. You, like you've three got, in a row or something. You've got DeChambeau that – I mean, he—he he was he, impressive. Yeah, I mean, he gained all that weight. Is it really making a difference? I mean, you—you you tell. Well, me. he is hitting it further, so like as long as he keeps it in the ballpark, I mean, it's a huge advantage to hit lob wedge versus nine iron in. You know, it, those guys with their wedges are so good, and so, unless so you're playing a, a major, 
So like for a pro, you're saying that there's a, a difference. You're saying there's a difference for a pro. I, I mean, I thought all like nine in is about the same for a pro, but you're saying a lob wedge versus an eight iron makes it. Yeah, difference. I mean, I, the closer, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously they still, you know, those 40, 50 yard shots are kind of feel shots that everyone struggles with unless it's all feel. So you got to practice it a lot under pressure for pros. You know, it's not the most comfortable, but I mean, everyone used to say drive for show, puff for dough. That's not yeah. true. Those are the two most important areas of the game. You've got – you're never going to have a chance to win if you don't, you know, get it in play. You're going to you're gonna eliminate half the field if you can bomb it, you know, like over 310, say. And then you got to make the putts to win. So, you know, in putting, if you have an off day with your ball striking, that's going to save some rounds. So maybe putting is more important, but putting really doesn't matter if you're not getting the ball in play. If you're short and crooked, you're right. You don't you're right. You're right. So you're right. like you know, obviously all areas of the game matter. Every tour player is a solid iron player. Most of them are good short game. So putting and driving. I mean, look at the top ten in the world, and you'll you'll see most of them on the top ten strokes game driving. You won't see all of them on the top ten strokes game putting. True. True. So true. And, and you and see a the crazy Greg Chalmers of the world, you know, on the putting stats. And not that he's not great, but, you know, I don't know if he's ever won on tour. Um, but he's always up there, top five in putting, top ten yeah. in putting on tour. Yeah, a crazy stat that I read is that Morikawa has not missed a cut since he joined the PGA Tour. Man, That's insane. Good, you know, I, I couldn't really tell. I saw the putt on 18 in regulation. And yeah. They're saying he hit a good putt and it lipped out. I swear that happens to me every putt, man. <laughs> it just – I hit good putts. I look up. I'm like, what's it doing? It's yeah, breaking yeah. too much and, or it's not breaking. Or it's breaking the other way. <laughs> and he, I think he hit a good putt in the playoff. I mean, it was four feet. Dude, how about Xander's putt? I know. I yeah, that's, that's the crazy thing. I've never seen something. I mean, I, I haven't either. I had lip outs, but that was more than 360. That was going back down the hill, like and 540 I think, or whatever. I think Xander would have outlasted both of them just because of yeah. his pedigree. Yeah, well, I don't know. Those guys are good, too. I mean, they're all so good. It's like, I mean, like, there's no more, like, Tiger, like, effect. I mean, Rory maybe when he's on, DJ when he's on. Yeah. But, like, they're so – they're all so good that, I mean, even the guys with two, three wins in their career versus, you know, Dustin or Rory, I mean, if they're on top of their game, they can hang, you know. And, it, you know, you get a bad break here and there. Putt doesn't break like you thought because – you know, just in like at tour events, the greens are so fast that if your speed and think about putting for a million dollars, your speed is just like an inch or two off. You know, it's I mean, it's going to lip out. It, you know, it's not like our home course where we're rolling at like nine or ten on the yeah, second yeah, year. Yeah. They're rolling 12, yeah. 13. Your speed <laughs> control has got to be perfect. That's where, you know, it's hard. You can go play Colonial with your buddies in a you know on a regular saturday and it's going to play nothing like it does in the tournament the pin locations are going to be yeah. way more strategic the rough's going to be a little thicker the, the greens are going to be a little firmer excuse me my diet coke didn't go down <laughs> that great and then uh and the and the yeah it's really the speed of the greens and the pin locations so and um I, and like you mentioned it's that pressure of the million dollars i mean the, the difference I, mean, I, don't between, think, I think they're pretty well-trained mindset, not to think of a million dollars, but it, I mean, I mean that's you're still going to feel pressure. I think yeah. they're doing it more for a win on the PGA Tour pressure, yeah, yeah. you know, that, yeah. you know, because that's a career-defining moment. But uh, obviously, you know, a million dollars 
probably might slip into. <laughs> so it this used week to we slip got... in when I played mini tours. It was like, damn it, I paid a thousand dollars this week. You I gotta need make to this win. Get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this week we've got the RBC Heritage. Um, you know, coming back, same thing, social distancing. Only you and your caddy. Very few people. No fans on the course again. So since it went well in Fort Worth, hopefully it goes well again here at the Heritage. So let me tell you my group, and I'll tell you who I picked. You can you can give me your thoughts. So. I'm a Rod Morikawa. Just, I mean, he's never missed a cut. You've always liked Morikawa. I have. I remember. I was all <laughs> yeah. about Matt Wolf, and you're about Morikawa. Yep. So I'm gonna ride Morikawa um, because of what happened to Shafle. I'm picking him as well. Like I think um, that lip out or whatever it was, like you said, it was more than a lip out. It, it, he, it came back at him and then went <laughs> even more right down the hill. Yeah. So I, I feel like he he's got a fire under him. Jordan Spieth, whatever he figured out with his irons, you know, he, he had been struggling. Those, those iron, his matter of fact, his driver, everything he had been struggling except for putting. He kind of figured it out this week. So I've got him as well. And then sneakily, Bubba Watson shot like 63 on the final day. I think he can bring that into the Heritage. Heritage isn't a difficult track for what he does. So I'm picking Bubba Watson as well. What do you think of my four? I don't know. You know, you'd think at Harbortown, you know, you want to think of the short, straight hitters, but it wasn't DJ leading going into yep. Sunday last year. Yep. And so, you can blow it past all the you can blow it past the hazards if you can hit so it. How did DJ do at Colonial? Uh, DJ didn't do as well at Colonial. Let me look real quick. I'll pull it up. But but yeah, you're right. I think at Harbortown, it's gotta be one of those things where your your distance should be able to help you, right? Or or am I thinking of it wrong? Yeah. No, uh well, it's it's like they have the smallest green. Them and Pebble Beach have the smallest greens on tour, and the fairways are real narrow. They say it's like hitting down a ton, you know hallway. So, but yeah. uh, you know DJ played well, but he you know him and Rory hit it so far and straight. So, um, you know yeah. I I don't know. I mean you always Davis Love won there a bunch. He's a long or he was a long hitter for his era, but it's mostly you know like a Zach Johnson type. Not Zach Johnson. I don't know if he's ever won there, but. You know, that type, I they would think would do well. Yeah, yeah. So, But DJ, he finished, like, top 25. So, he so didn't do as good. Xander would be a good one. He's so solid. Tita yeah, Green, I think Xander does well. For the, yeah. yeah, he hits it far, like, sneaky long, and he's straight. So, so, so tell the people what y'all got going on. You're, you're, you're in golf camp season right now, finally, in yep. Texas. Although our, our numbers are going up. We still yeah, have people I saw that. I had a student out. cancel a lesson this afternoon because his dad tested positive for oh, uh, COVID. Yeah, it's and one it of the college players, and so yeah. So, so <laughs> what, what's going on yesterday. in your world with the with the golf business right now? We're busy. I mean, this week we're having full day camps, nine to four. So luckily, I had you know TJ, uh, an assistant, cover yesterday, uh, and then uh, I'll be doing it. You know, the rest of this week till. Friday and then squeeze in a couple lessons, but it, it's busy. So it's good, but hopefully we can stay safe and not increase those numbers. <laughs> yeah, the numbers are the numbers are going back up. For those of you um, new listeners, of course, we're, we're both in Houston, Texas, and Houston, we, we fear, is becoming another hot spot. Um, yeah, I watched the news this morning, and they're saying uh, Texas was on the rise, and there's, you know, Florida – yeah, uh, but we were listed as one of the top ones. On All the, the places that opened really early. <laughs> yeah, and I was supposed to fly home. I was going to go, you know, on Father's Day, fly back to Arizona. But my mom, you know, she's a little older and has some 
little health issues and they don't want, you know, the doctor went to the doctor two days ago. They're like, it's not a good idea for your son to be flying and coming here. So <laughs> you know, we just take a road trip and, and that's what we're doing. Some old Father's Day. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to so. travel to go see uh, my wife's father on Father's Day. And hopefully, um, you know, no one is sick or we don't get anyone sick during that time. It's just, it's just a random time, but we're going to continue to give you all content. Stay um, on the back end. You're going to hear our interview um, with Taylor. Um, by way of reminder, we said we would tack this on to our regular episode 19. This is um, LeBron Palmer again and... Uh, Zamir Taylor. It's you. Yeah, of JJ. course you. I mean, <laughs> JJ Wood. And then I'll do the... I tried to spice it up. I didn't want to just say my name, so I had <laughs> a little conversation in it. Then I'll do the honor um, this time of introducing um, our special guest. I think I've known Taylor since you were a sophomore in high school. Gosh, yes. I was yeah. 16. Yep, sophomore in high school. Um, she came to a gym one day, or actually her dad was working out with me. Taylor was getting ready to start her competitive golf career. Um, yep. Came in and just complained the entire time. In the I gym not. <laughs> during her workouts, but no, no, really, like she kicked butt, and uh, we're, we're happy to have um, the newest co-host on um, Fox's Sports Swing Clinic, Taylor Cusack. So introduce yourself to the podcast, Taylor. Yeah, my name is Taylor Cusack, and I am a social media influencer who now is a new co-host for Fox Sports Swing Clinic with Jimmy Hanlon, and I am super excited to talk about it today with you guys. No, no, we appreciate you having you on. Now, obviously, our um, podcast won't be so straight. We're, we're going to throw on some jokes and jabs, et cetera, in there, but but let's, let, let's get right to it. Um, get, give us some of your background as it relates to golf, just um, how you got started, why you're interested in this sport, um, yeah. just a few of those details, and we'll jump in as we go along. Okay, so I actually started playing golf a little later uh, in life. I'd say maybe I started when I was like 14 or 15. Usually uh, golfers always start when they're two or three. And my dad is one of my best friends. He was always at the golf course. I always wanted to go tag along and hang out with him. And he's like, well, you're going to have to start learning how to play golf. Um, I mean, you're not just going to sit in the cart and do nothing. So I started getting lessons and I started practicing and playing a lot more. I tried out for the high school team. I made varsity and we went to state, had a fun time in high school. I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship or a scholarship um, to Oklahoma City University where I played golf for four years and I was on a two-time national championship team, which was really fun. I had a great time there. And now after college, I took a year off. I decided I wanted to travel, kind of figure out really what I wanted to do. I knew how much I loved golf. I was good at golf, but I wasn't crazy amazing at golf for me to go try out for Q school and to try to make it professionally. Um, so I didn't want to chase a dream that I knew I was really never going to grasp. There's always someone that was going to be younger than me and better than me and practice harder than I did. Um, so I saw the marketing side of it. I kind of fell into the social media world of, you know, trying on clothes that people would send you and, you know, new golf equipment. And I loved it so much. I stayed with it and I kind of just fell into the world of influencing on social media. And 
I was fortunate enough to be contacted by Jimmy and he was like, Hey, I love what you do on social media. I would love to schedule a phone call with you and kind of go over a few things. And we talked, I want to say it was gosh, about a year now. And it actually finally came to head last week where we were able to shoot in Myrtle beach. And here I am now. <laughs> nice. Nice. So JJ, I want to throw it to you real quick. Um, what's a typical experience? I mean, I know you're working with juniors right now as it relates uh-huh. to golf. Like how many, um, you know, girls are in your junior course right now that you're doing here at Northgate? Uh, right now we have eight kids and five of them are boys, three of them are girls. So, okay, so that's a good ratio. Then. Pretty even. Yeah. I would say historically it's, it's fairly even. I would say, you know, probably a little bit more boys typically, but uh, it's you get a lot of uh, girls as well. I think those dads see the college golf scholarship opportunities. You know, <laughs> yeah, that that golf scholarship is is um, one of the things. My I've got a six year old daughter, and um, I drag her to the golf course with me now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I see the cost of college, and I'm like, look, you're you're doing something athletic to make sure that we don't have to pay for all of this. So yeah, I'm right there along. So tell us some about your. Oklahoma City. I, I know I'm from Oklahoma. Um, JJ played golf at OU, so he's familiar with Oklahoma as well. Um, give us some of that. Being on a national championship team, JJ and I talk about college golf quite a bit. How grueling is that process? What does that look like? It, it was pretty crazy. Um, I actually redshirted my freshman year because I wanted to practice and not get so crazy overwhelmed. I wasn't really sure, you know, what the whole college life was going to do for me. And I wanted to make sure that I was, you know, a good fit for it, especially, you know, they always say that, which I probably shouldn't even say this, that it's always, you know, student athlete. Well, it's athlete student, and you really have to work so hard. And then you have to come home and you've got school, you've got workouts, you've got practice. I mean, you have to practice on top of practice if you want to be better than everybody else and try to accomplish you know what you want to do in college and on a team because everybody is kind of rooting for you and everybody's like well you know I practiced today why didn't you practice today and it's kind of it's such an individual sport but at the same time we're on a team so I don't want to let my teammates down and you know I want to be able to give everything that I possibly can and so I was able to play um, and practice, you know, freshman year. I played sophomore year, junior year, senior year. And funny enough, I actually have a year of eligibility left. <laughs> 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 but um, I, I couldn't say I don't think I would go back. I'm having too much fun now to get back involved with college golf. Um, but it was great. It was great. I loved it. And now, JJ, would, do you have a year of eligibility left as well? Uh, I, I went about six years, so I think mine are all up. I, I still have dreams about it, like, oh, I have another year of eligibility. Should I play? And sadly, I don't. So but I, I wasn't the best college golfer. I, I wasn't really cut out for the academics and the athletics at the same time. So you made a career out of college for going six What's years. That? Yeah, you no, I did. You wanted to make a career out of it. So I went to Pepperdine first, and I registered because I got the driver yips. Uh, that was the first time I, I started know. taking lessons, and it led to my driver yips. And then uh, I got good enough to where I was, like, going to be the top guy returning, and I really disliked my coach. 
So I decided to transfer because now he actually wanted me on the team. And I went to the o, I went to OU, and it was a completely different uh, university <laughs> from the size of it to the location. Um, the golf team had completely different dynamic, uh, but it was good. I liked OU. So, how was it? So you're at Oklahoma Christian, Oklahoma City University, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City University. Yeah. Okay. So Oklahoma I, City. Are they NAIA? Yes. Yes. So, so I how actually, was that? Yeah. Well, kind of like a little background um, before. So whenever I was first starting to play golf, my dad got me a private coach and was like, hey, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. Being a female, I got a female coach um, and it helped tremendously. I did have a guy coach kind of in the beginning and I'm like, look, let's just be real. You don't have boobs. I have boobs. You don't know how to swing around them. You don't know what to do. <laughs> I actually so, got an argument with a parent because uh, she was getting a little over the top, but she started growing like her freshman, sophomore year of high school and she was right. over, I was like it's fine I didn't know how to say that to the dad yeah. like look she has boobs now like it's kind of <laughs> awkward yeah exactly exactly so I got a female coach her name was MJ Dabian I yeah. thought the oh, absolute, MJ, yeah. absolute world of her I love her so much she ended up um leaving she was the head coach at Oklahoma City University yep. where I was going to go play golf and she decided to take a job um, in Arkansas and left me high and dry. And I was like, are you kidding? But I mean, I totally understood. She has to do, you know, what's best for her. Um, and I know she ended up getting married and she has a little girl now. And um, but I ended up still going to OCU and playing and ended up playing for uh, a coach that didn't recruit me. So I kind of think, you know, JJ, you probably can understand that it was a little difficult um, for somebody that mm -hmm. didn't recruit a player and then they lost, you know, a, a spot where they could have recruited somebody that they really wanted. Yeah. I kind of felt, I kind of felt um, different going, going to college because I was MJ's student and now yeah, I'm someone else's. Their, yeah. Yeah. So co yeah, college they typically little, want their own players. <laughs> Exactly. So I, I definitely uh, felt the repercussions of that for four years. So, so a few quick hits before we jump right into um, the show that will be on Fox Sports. What's the craziest thing you've uh, influenced with your 100,000 followers on Instagram? What, what's the craziest thing you've influenced? So like a product or yeah, product or clothing or, or what's the what's the what's the funniest story you've got behind that? Um, I, w I wouldn't have to say it's, uh, anything too crazy. And maybe it would be like a, um, if I went somewhere and it was a, a scenario or I get hired to go to a golf tournament, usually I'm pretty good at kind of filtering out the crazy products. I've definitely been probably asked to do a few crazy things and I'm like, look, I'm not going to do some crazy stuff on social media. I'm not just going to get views. It's something that I kind of, you know, I take pride in and I believe in it. And whatever I put on my social yeah. media is something that I 100% back. But probably one of the craziest stories um, is I went, uh, shoot, last year to the Byron Nelson. And I played golf with Cooper Manning. And he was a freaking hoot. It was the funnest time ever. I had no idea how 
crazy he was and social media present he was and he's like give me your phone i'm gonna video you we're gonna do this come on go over here do a cartwheel do this we're gonna have a great great time today i'm like what <laughs> but uh and you, as Brian, you know, my family owns a meat company, Q Sack yeah. Meat, since 1933. Well, he was just giving me jabs and jokes the whole entire time. Oh, you can't beat Taylor's meat. If you want to go to Oklahoma, that meat's going to put you in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. But so I, I really like Peyton. Yeah, I heard he was one of the best quarterbacks of the family, but he didn't end up playing. Wasn't he real good, too, at football? Yep, yep, and now his son apparently is going yeah. to follow in his footsteps. Yep, yep, I saw that. No, Did that's Cooper cool. play college football? I don't I know don't if Cooper played college so. football. I don't think so either. I think yeah. he got hurt his senior year. Yeah, I don't uh, think Cooper I'm played. A, yeah, I'm a fan of uh, Peyton, but Eli didn't want to go to my Chargers when they had the number one pick. <laughs> so I'm not a fan of Eli at all. Oh, I like Peyton, though. So, so yeah. give us the rundown before we let you go. Um, what's going to be happening on Fox Sports? When can yep. we expect the um, show to launch? And what can we expect from, from you and your co-hosts? Yeah, so I actually filmed five episodes last week in Myrtle Beach. And it's going to be Jimmy Hanlon and I, we are going to kind of talk about the beautiful golf courses in Myrtle Beach, what you can expect, and... There is a Myrtle Beach golf trail that you definitely need to follow down from North Carolina to South Carolina. There's over 100 golf courses, and we're going to show you 10 of them. And we're going to be giving you some golf tips, a few lessons, maybe a little course management, and definitely some uh, funny jokes that he thinks is funny that I just <laughs> stare, at the, I stare at the camera and I'm like, you see what I have to put up with. <laughs> hey, that, I know how it feels. That happens to me all the time. I say something stupid and people look at me for 10 seconds. And then they kind <laughs> of just wait. giggle. <laughs> just yeah, wait. and then I'm like, that's it. That's all I got. I thought it was funny. <laughs> no. but, uh, but he's awesome. He's an amazing golf coach and an even better person. And I think you guys are definitely going to watch and hopefully enjoy. It's going to be a little bit of comedy and a lot more golf and definitely some fun. Well, we'll tell the people, Taylor, where they can find you, social media, et cetera. Give your handles, give all your information. We want to make sure we share that. And then, of course, you'll get this video and audio oh. where you can share as well. So, yeah. um, you know, give people the details where they can find you. Yeah. So I am on Instagram. Just my name, Taylor Cusack, T-A-Y-L-O-R-C-U-S-A-C-K. And on Twitter as well. Um, I'm pretty heavily involved in Instagram. You'll usually catch me, you know, giving a story about, you know, every five minutes. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad, but, <laughs> but um, I'm pretty active on it. I usually will always reply to everybody. And uh, how do you keep up with that? I just realized I have like three weeks ago. I didn't even message back because I just don't see the notification or something. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I try to always at least go back and comment or at least like the comments and stuff, but it kind of sometimes gets away from you, especially, you know, you live in every day-to-day -day life and you're not constantly on your cell phone, but um, I try to do my best at least, but you will definitely have to watch the show. It is on Fox Sports and it is called Swing Clinic and it's going to be airing in two weeks. Okay, wait, I got a, so Brian mentioned you're involved with uh, the Orange Whip, Jim Hackenberg. Have you met him? I, I have not. So they are a sponsor of the show, um, but I uh, haven't been able to meet him yet. That might come later in the episodes. 
Cool. So yeah, Jim Hagenberg has similar jokes to me. Very, very uh, corny and dry. But I, oh, he, no. so when he was in Houston. He's like shown me these upcoming commercials. He's like, do you think people will get my jokes? I was like, well, I get it, but I don't know. I'll probably think you're pretty So cheesy. that means no one's going to No, no one's going to get it. Clearly. <laughs> no, I get it. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but have you tried the GFX workout or anything that they did? Because I, ha- I, ha- I did a I certification ha- that. I haven't yet. I definitely want to, but I haven't got the chance to yet. We It was so hectic last week. I flew in on Tuesday, immediately went to the golf course, played a few holes, had dinner, went to bed. The next day, Wednesday and Thursday, we filmed 26 hours and two days, wow. just straight wow. content. I didn't even get to actually like play golf I like I wanted. I wears you out, yeah. I was, so, I was so exhausted. I definitely didn't realize how um, intense – it was, and I have to, you know, yeah. definitely tip my hat to everybody that does that for how fr- you know, how every day. Did you, would you get how frustrated would you get when they tell you, "Oh, we got to redo this one"? Oh, I wouldn't when get. I thought, wouldn't get. Fr- I wouldn't get too frustrated. Oh, I did. It, <laughs> it, I did it was more of um, I hit a lot of shots. There was a lot of footage of me probably. They, I, I told them I wanted the bloopers to everything. I want to see the make- shanks. Yes, I want to see them. <laughs> I slid that in there and I hope they use it. I really did. There is one um, drill where he is having me kind of shift my weight a little bit. And he's like, no, I don't want you to dance. And I kind of like look up at him and I like look at the camera and I'm like, so I kind of don't, not supposed to do the wiggle. Right. And he's just like, a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I have to hear your corny jokes, you're gonna hear mine too. <laughs> well, look, don't give it all away. Don't don't give it all away, people. In two weeks, you'll get a chance to watch this. This episode will be out tomorrow, so you'll be able to start sharing and getting details on that again. So we appreciate it. Thank you again, Taylor. Um, I yeah, know absolutely. That um, we have been talking about scheduling this for a while, so I'm glad that we were able to do it today. JJ, anything you want to leave the people with before we go? Uh, no. Do you have any tips for me and Breon so we can spice up our Instagram pictures? Yeah, I mean, bit? what do I yeah. need to do? I mean, I mean, we wiggle. need a lot of filtering, though. But <laughs> I, I don't think wiggling is something. Hey, that... even Zoom has a uh, has a has a button to improve your appearance. Oh, no, you can touch it <laughs> up. Yeah, so, I always think about uh, doing that, but I don't want to venture into it. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that you could do that. Taylor, anything <laughs> you want to leave the people with before we go? Do what? Anything you want to leave the people with before we close it out? Um, go watch the show. I can't wait to hear you guys, um, your feedback, and I hope to uh, talk to you guys soon. All right. Yeah, we'll be in touch with the challenges we say we're going to be doing, so you can be involved with them too. Oh, I, yeah, I, we'll I love it. Interrupt. 